Welcome to the YouTube Chatcast, where YouTube fans discuss what's happening in the world of YouTube. This is show number one and was recorded on Monday, August 15th, 2005. Tonight's participants are Michael from MichaelVox.com, Matt from AdYouTube.com, and Dan from YouTubeSource.com. First up is a discussion of YouTube's appearance on the HBO show Entourage. I never saw, I, you know, I never saw the Entourage thing, but that's okay. Well, Michael can explain it because you got it on your site. Yeah, but the idea, Matt, is you saw some of the, did you see some of the people saying it was a sellout again, and why would he yell a fictional character's name from stage at a real show, all that stuff? It always gets back to, you know, what the band's up to. Why do they keep making older fans mad? And is it, you know... <laughs> Is there any, should they be mad? And the answer, of course, no, they shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I thought some, th- some other part of it, though, was that people thought that this show, <clears throat> for whatever reason, was a little bit beneath them. I don't agree. But I think pe- I remember on some of the lists people were saying, well, this Entourage show, it's a, it's a trashy little show. Why are they do- putting so much effort into that show? I don't think they knew the backstory, too, that the, the guy that's the creator of the show really liked the band and asked them and they agreed to do it and so forth. Yeah, and how much effort so. did they really do? They, you know, he had to speak Spanish, which we know Bono doesn't really know. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of an effort. Uno, dos, tres, Johnny, yeah, drama, like, or whatever it was. Drama. Um, but you know what was weird? What I was thinking is that those group of guys, and I'm sorry that you didn't see this, Matt, they would not, I don't think okay. they would have flocked to a U2 show. It's not cool enough. It's not an underground L.A. enough band for them to right. be stoked about seeing, right? I mean, uh. Jeremy Piven's guy, maybe. He's old enough. But um, I was thinking, I don't know who they would have gone to see, but somebody way, you know, one of the openers. You know, would have been Interpol or Bravery or somebody that's right on the cutting edge. Not so much you 2 That's for old people like us. So you think it was a bit contrived? It looked a little contrived to me. Yeah. It, but on the other hand, it's beautiful to get any footage at all from other angles. They had that one camera whip in the, in the rafters that we'll never see, you know, when we when the inevitable video comes out. Um, that part was neat, and it's, you know, City of Blinding Lights, they wanted to get that on the air, and people are hearing it on their radio, and then you can see it on HBO. Yeah. What about the whole selling out thing in general? I mean, is it, some people, the slightest little thing, and they think they've sold out, whereas other people, I'm, I don't think they have yet, and I don't really see the big deal. I think they can do what they want to do. Is there is there a point where you would consider it a sellout? Because I'm a little concerned that, Mono talks about going into the moment, right? How when he's doing these songs... He's got to be in the moment. He's got to be in the character. But then he's very capable, apparently, of dropping out and, and doing a bit for a TV show right in the middle of a concert. I think that's where people had a problem. Yeah, but, you know, they did the, the in Pop Mart, they, they stopped the, well, I think they stopped, they didn't stop the show. For right, in the, right? Yeah, right in the middle of the, the what was that, Cape Town, South right. Africa. They, right. You know, he, he does the thing where they're, you know, they're filming the movie right in the middle of the show. And then... Let's not forget Zoo TV. If if people think, you know, if anybody thinks Entourage is below them, my God, in the middle of uh, Zoo TV Detroit, they go and they do a segment with Dana Carvey as Garth. Right, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. That was for right. MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah. Still. And, and what mean, about the Fox stuff, right? Wasn't that Fox guy on stage saying, um, That's right, yeah. I believe in television. I don't know where that yeah. show was. Yeah, that's true. Right? Every tour, they're doing something goofy. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. You know. I just think. I just think people have a short memory. 
uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. You, you know, it happens. You, you put it out. You, you complain about it. You put it out of your mind. And then the next time that it happens again on the next tour, then you've forgotten that it happened before and you make a big deal out of it when you don't even need to make a big deal out of it because they've been doing it forever. And, and selling out on this on Super Bowl Sunday, that was, you know, the ultimate sellout. They're playing to whatever, 2 billion allegedly TV-friendly people. That worked out fine. I don't know how they always get away with it perfectly. They're the Teflon band. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. However, if you go to jumptheshark.com yeah, and you no. look under Entourage, that's one of the suggested times when Entourage jumped the shark was when U2 came on. And so U2 go, jumped the shark back when, uh, when Bono's lyrics were stolen in uh, <laughs> 1981. <laughs> it's over. This band can't go any higher. <laughs> His day, their days are over. It's odd though. You have you have fans drop out. Like I think there's fans that dropped out after War. There's yeah, fans that yeah. dropped out after Rattle and Hum. Maybe you're right. You know, on and pop. I think pop probably was one, maybe one of the big areas. I don't know. No, you're right. But they kind of they kind of whittle away to the survivors. And someone else is taking their place. Obviously, there's enough young people in those shows that you know are taking the tickets that should go to people like the three of us. Yeah, yeah. kidding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but really. <laughs> Yeah, but you know you're right, and they do lose fans. But I mean, my God, I don't think do any of us think they have fewer fans now than they did ten years ago? I don't. I think they have more. Well, they sold. If you go by albums sold, I mean, Joshua Tree was the peak. Yeah. What well, are the I guess you know what I guess I guess we'll find out next year. You know, when they come back to the states and they do stadiums, yeah. are they going to sell? Are they going to sell more than they did on Pop Yeah. Mart? Yeah. No. No. You're well, there's right. there's one measurement. That's true. But I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm just conv- I, you know I'm convinced they have many more fans now than they did. Pop, I think the Pop Mart Stadium stuff, though, had something to do with the fact the album wasn't happening. It just wasn't. It was a little too far for them. And I think I think a lot of the fans like that they've kind of come back a little bit to the sound that has made them famous. Oh, no, for right. sure. I, I know I do. I enjoy the... I don't know. I liked it all. I really liked Pop, but maybe that's just me. For every for every person like you, Dan, there's you know the guy going, well, it sounds exactly the same. I'm going to stop liking him now. Yeah. Pop, Pop was their ultimate, you know, declaration of changing it up, and now. Oh, I hear a lot about. I hear a lot right? of that kind of stuff. They go right back to their their old stuff, and yeah. it's you know. The last whatever. two albums were a step back, and yeah, you know, they're not experimental anymore, and uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I like I like Ed. I in a way though, I think it was like when Edge said, "This is the way I play guitar. Deal with it." I I, I don't know. I think it's maybe in some ways them being more true to themselves, coming back to it is kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, you're right. They were I think Pop was them trying else. to be popular. Pop yeah. was them trying to be current and danceable. Yeah. When they ought to just admit that they're a great rock band and they should play really loud with lots no. of guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. There should lots be, of guitar. There should be three anthems per album. And, uh, <laughs> there should be lyrics no one can The quiet song correctly. to Bono's dad. And, yeah. yeah, that's right. The song about him being a boy and or man, depending on how he feels at that particular moment. You think every every song that he writes from now on, he has to have a boy and man, some sort of a reference there about something. Something. The about boy it. is now a man. And, all right. Well, you know what? I'll cry at each song. I'm not gonna <laughs> brighting it. That's funny. Uh, did you guys know that? By the way, that Willie Williams was not around for the last ten dates of the of the second leg. I did know that. I saw that on his yeah. uh, diary. Adios. Yeah. That was, I thought that was kind of... Has that ever happened before? He did do the third leg of Elevation. Really? Really. Wow. He, I know that. What's the, what's the reasoning? What's he say he's doing? He didn't say. 
I, no, he, he he didn't say in the diary. Didn't he just say something about uh, taking some time, taking I, some time away or something like that? I have the quote right here. He, he called Bono and said, "We did a great job." And he said, uh, "Having given birth to this thing we call vertigo, indoors and out, and watching it get up on its feet, I'm going to leave them to it for a while." That was it. Wow. He, he didn't define a while either. I, I'm guessing he'll be back for September when the shows start. In the U.S. He didn't say he was going away to dream it all up again. <laughs> it sounds like that, though. That's been used before. That guy. Well, no creativity at all. Feeding quotes to Bono again. <laughs> that guy, he is. Maybe we'll find out someday that Willie made it, because he writes really well. Maybe we'll yeah, find yeah. out someday that he wrote all this stuff and kind of is feeding it to Bono through a little earpiece or something. The 747 on your front lawn, you think that was Willie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but you're right. The guy's a genius. Both visually and on the page. That is fantastic. I think, so, you know, on a serious on. note, I think you two fan. I think a lot of people would be surprised to to know how much Bono gets from other people. You know, oh, yeah. Gavin is a huge influence. Right, Gavin, the, especially, yeah. Uh, you know, especially on the the the. You know, the, I don't want to call them acting routines or whatever, but you know, when Bono comes out in character, you know, when he right. does that, uh, uh, you know, he's got the 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 police show and whatnot. All that stuff, you know. Well, and I was thinking more this tour, but like the, you know, the stuff where he's strutting around, you know, during Zoo Station, you know, the, you know, Gavin's a big influence. And I hope Gavin didn't give him the monkey walk from Pop, though. Yeah, could we? Or yeah, Gavin had been watching Discovery Channel that night. God, that would go so well in concert, right there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Gavin, stop watching movies, because really, he did. Uh, what's that? Midnight Cowboy? Was that his fault, too? The uh, old, yes. whole, uh, I'm sure it was. Miami. <laughs> so are they, um, have the have the lights changed in the last 10 days, age and stuff, that, that the stuff that Willie used to do? I mean, when they're in... You know what, he left, he left right after Milan. Right? He left right yeah. after Milan. So my theory would be, they'd done the big shoot, and everybody yeah. knew what they were doing, and so they didn't need him to kind of call the shots as much. That's my my guess. Yeah, and I think he's got. Uh, I don't think he's as hands on during the 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 the, the actual show itself right. as he was, you know, two or three tours ago. Because I, you know, and I don't read the diary religiously, but I've seen a couple references where he says, you know, I, I just decided in the middle of the show to go up to the you know the back section and right. take it in from the back and all this sort of stuff. So obviously, there's enough people there that. Uh, uh, you know, can can run a PlayStation controller. So no, I, I think it, I'm not one of them, frankly. I don't know how that. <laughs> and Willie's no, he's no spring chicken, so I don't know who he's got pushing the buttons. But you know, for a while there, each each new show had like a special extra animation or something they tried with the lights or right. Yeah. And like like the tweaking during the tour is just so great that you would expect that to keep going. They would never. Yeah, but he might. Like it was I'll bet he's going to be back in September when they come back to the U.S. What September 20th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, September twelfth. Is it twelfth? Well, twelfth. Twelfth uh, is Toronto, I guess. The U.S. is the twentieth. Okay. Western Hemisphere. Can don't we, can don't we... hold me to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't you memorized my third leg tour dates yet. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, we could say to you uh, August twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, yeah. and you'd say. <laughs> well, no, they they weren't playing because uh, it ended uh, earlier in August and April. I told you, see, question, you know, right? yeah. see, that's right. Good job. See? Go ahead, Rain Man. What were they uh, wearing? <laughs> wow, I'm sick that way. Very nice. Uh, hey, man, getting back to the the Gavin thing. Sorry, Dan. Go, go, go. This, <laughs> all right. Is there? They're best friends and everything, right? Yeah. Is, is there any remuneration? 
for coming up with these ideas? Is he <laughs> is he like executive producer but silent? Does he is there any reward for giving Bono some of his best stuff besides just the friendship? Huh. Go ahead. Discuss. <laughs> yeah, seriously, go. Discuss amongst yourself. Take it, yeah. Talk amongst yourself. Well, I, I, I'm, what are you asking? Does he get paid? I would assume he gets paid, wouldn't you? I mean, uh, I how does know. that work? I don't yeah. know if he get paid. Well, he, I mean, he might just every, fly him around and hang with him, and that might be enough. I know. Does he get to use the the villa? Does he get every, to every two weeks? The they plane? do direct deposit into his account. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck do you? Bono, where's my check? Gosh. <laughs> well, maybe it's like Entourage. There you go. Maybe he just kind of follows him around. Who knows? He I'm picks up his sure. suits and drives him around. And... <laughs> yeah. Caroline would know, but you know. CarolinaU2Log.com would know. But that you know, know, and there's Dan. There's a topic for the next chat cast. Exactly. There you go. <clears throat> well, the, if, the if, secret life of Gavin Friday and his relationship with you two. Yeah. There you go. Because I have no clue. Yeah, I, I think Ga- Gavin goes. You know what? You've been sort of a dick to me. I'm no longer going to give you ideas for the next <laughs> month. He like holds him over, and Bono's like, I can't say anything. I don't know what to say to the press without your help. <laughs> I got to meet the Pope tomorrow and Orrin Hatch. I don't know what to say. And he's all, you know what? You should have thought of that before you made me mad, buddy. All right. I'll see you I in a month. I need some cliches. Help me yeah. with my cliches. It's like. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Isn't thank that, you. Isn't Matt's favorite movie? Come on, Matt. He, he's, he's the Kevin Costner role. See? He's like, he's feeding lines to him. You're right. Help me with my cliches, he says to him on the airplane. On That's right. Yeah, Vertigo. Vertigo Air. That. You know, I was interested in Matt. I was at, uh, at U2's Block Spot. And you're talking about who's renewing. Yeah, so are well, you going to renew? I don't know. Just for, for the record, uh, Sherry is the one that posted that. Oh, okay. I thought you not, did. Not, not me. But no, I don't know if I'm going to renew. I, I've not given it an ounce of thought. Oh. See, I think everybody's going to <clears throat> for the tickets. It's all about the tickets. And maybe... Well, it's the only reason most people join. Yeah. I still, you know, I still don't have my membership keychain or whatever the yeah. heck it is that they were supposed to send out last November. Well, I actually didn't join until January, yeah. so I, I only have eight months to complain about. Those of you listening at home, that's Matt McGee of at U two that has so little <laughs> juice in the U uh, two world that even he doesn't have a keychain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I have one, and I, I probably, got mine too. Yeah, I take it through airport security. That yeah. thing beeps every time. It's a good time. They have- they go, not another one. They hold it up. They go, this is worth 40 bucks. I go, not really, but just let me through. Go, okay. See you later. Never got mine, and I'm proud of it. Help and, me also, and also, rebel that I am, on yeah. May, t- May 29th of this year, I looked at my 25% off coupon, which expired the following day, and I refused to use it. Well, you showed them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting there counting up their money. Hey, wait a minute. Matt didn't use his coupon. I know. We are out of the business. Should we issue him another one? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Wow, that's a shame. I wondered why those Eden shirts weren't selling so quickly. <laughs> they couldn't afford to cart those from show to show because Matt McGee didn't take advantage of his coupon. Was- why, aren't, why aren't they selling tour stuff on the on the YouTube? That doesn't make any sense. You cannot get The only place you can get it is at the, the show. They should be selling like the extra Croke Park ones maybe. Or I thought Fanfire any- was selling stuff though. Or did that kind from of this quit? tour? No, there's nothing. There's nothing you can buy from this tour. Oh, okay. No shirts. No nothing. 
But I'm not I'm not upset about it, am I? <laughs> no, and you can't use your coupon now, anyways, Matt. Exactly. So it's full price for you. Well, that's what I you know I, I I that's what I did on that that last night before it expired. I went and I thought, all right, well, you know, I'll see if they have any tour stuff that, you know, maybe I, I'd be interested in. But nope, nothing. Forget yeah. it. Did you use yours, Dan? No. Me neither. No. So that's you know. I did get good use though out of that uh, keychain because in Arizona, they were we were trying to get into the 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 shorter line and they kind of wouldn't let us in and I I had it with me I said hey we're in the fan club da, 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 da. and I talked to the guy for a couple of minutes and he let us in so paste so advertise the crack, the crack security in uh, Arizona the crack exactly Arizona security yeah the heat got oh to him and they, they said fine just yeah they, they should send us. the security nationwide on a junket somewhere so they all at least had the same story to tell from show to show because <laughs> that's one of the funniest things ever is it not like You'll be carted into a separate line where you'll go immediately to the front of the ellipse, which is a small area that holds 50 people. Congratulations. Right? Right. And then they go, we've just heard from security that that wasn't true. There are two lines. They switch the lines while you're in them. That is, that's ridiculous. That whole, that's the funny, that's one of the fun, one of the joys of waiting in line for 16 hours is just listening to the local security because they are... Clueless. Yeah, <laughs> they could not be less informed on what's happening. Oh my God, I know. In but Seattle, we we were the ones telling them, "No, listen, ma'am, yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. We've we've been to many shows before. We know how it works." Yeah. Well, it's no, we know, we know what we were told. You know, this is what we were told. This is how it's going to be. Well, no, it's not going to be this way. It's like the whole camera thing. That's okay. Yeah, cameras, yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, maybe. We're not sure. Yes, well, Depending no. on the door. If you come in from the north entrance, of course, cameras allowed. South, not so much, really. But then every show <laughs> I went to, I just wore the camera right in with no problems. Yeah. Very interesting. Yes, it's, that's uh, true. Okay, so what – so I, I think we're all going to shows in the fall, are we not? Yes. Right. Yes, we are. All right, so what is going to change, if anything? Ooh. Set list a little bit. A couple songs. What's going to happen? Now? Give me. Where's your? What's your prediction, buddy? Electrical storm. Let's go. Let's hear it. Ah, uh, maybe couple couple songs. That's it. Two or three songs. Maybe some of the visuals, and I think that'd be it. Yeah, I think they'll have. New, you know, obviously there's new visuals that they can theoretically scale down from the big stadium and in, back into the arena. Right. That would be nice. Matt's MLK suggestion. I hope that Mr. Houston is reading because I'd like a to hear uh, Miss Sarajevo. I would like to see that in front of me. That would be nice. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I liked my MLK suggestion too, Michael. Thank you. Oh well, I would think you would, really. <laughs> but seriously, they, it, it's the same spirit, and yeah. it's a change up, and it's shorter. And a lot of people are getting a little tired of Pride. No offense, yeah. it's a great song, but oh, really? for the yeah. hardcore fans, it's like okay, every show since '84, '85, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think it is every show, isn't it? I don't. When have they not played that song? In the past twenty years, maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. But see, you know, that's what I always worry about saying stuff like that because we're these fans that have gone to 23, 24 shows or whatever. People that just see them once every few five years or something, they probably just don't even care and they want to hear that song. As Answer Guy once said, these shows aren't for us. Who is this? He mis- said. Hey, speaking of that, who is this mysterious Answer Guy? Anyway? I don't know. But he sure is inconsistent on the amount that he posts. I've given up on him completely. I get the feeling he got married or something because he just yeah. kind of... <laughs> something else? Got in or front of you too? That's impossible. Eloped or something. Or got into movies or you know changed his, his focus in life. Got a new hobby, something. If we step back and we, we looked for a second and we went to one show, say we, we 
got all our money together. We sort of liked the band, and we we found the I don't know, we found the ninety bucks to sit behind the stage. It would be the greatest show we've ever seen. Right. Right. It would be the best lights. It would be the best sound. We, you know, Bono would do his stuff. Emotion. That that Hits. we didn't know about ahead of time, right? We, we wouldn't have right. known they come out at the, at the ellipse. We wouldn't know the confetti's going to fall. Confetti and the, the yeah. cool curtains, the curtains that come down and all that, the lighting. The, the zoo TV portion over in, over in Europe, we wouldn't know any of that, and we would leave there crying with joy about how great it was. But because we know all that, now we need something magical each time, and it's not going to happen. No, it's not. It's it's, it's, it's rarely and and, and and there's, yeah, and there's no reason. Right, to and, and think that. about what it what it takes for it to be magical. Now is something like Seattle with the with the boy up on stage, or um, them doing a complete set list change, like in Dublin, or one of the like the Chicago Four, or whatever. Whenever or they the last night to. of a tour, or the first night of a tour, or the preview show, or whatever. Yeah, it's it, it's like it's like a first edition of a book. You got to go, you got to go to these spe- specific concerts that you know are going to be better than, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. Oakland won, that, are, that's where the hardcore fan has to go. It's like trying to find your, your next hit. Exactly. No, you, yeah. There's, there's the Toronto Four. Or the, there's, God, there's going to be a fifth show in New York in October. What are they going to do in the fifth show in a row at Madison Square Garden? They're, They're going to feel like October backwards. Yeah, now that would be that's almost worth a flight out there just to see. Plus, <laughs> oh, that would be amazing, right? That's <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, but so all the hardcore fans are going to want to go to that show too. Yeah, it'll be the hardest ticket to find, but no one will know why. Well, look, you, you know the thing is, at, at, and this is true, I'm sure at all the shows you guys saw, the minute Pride starts, the minute Sunday Bloody Sunday starts, that's when the the, the audience gets its. You know, you hear whoa, you know, everybody except for those of us that have seen them, you know, twenty, thirty, forty times or whatever it might be. Most of the people in the, in the audience, that's what they want to hear, and you do smart enough to know that. I, you know, I don't begrudge them. I, you know, as much as I'd love to hear, you know, some of the old songs that haven't been played, you know, that I, that, you know, that I haven't heard in a while. You know, I, they're doing the right thing. Uh, yeah, you know, why and, and I and I remember seeing, you know, and I remember Seattle. My God, when they went into when they started the ocean, you know, thirty percent of the crowd must have gotten up out of their seats yeah. and gone out to the to the to the bathroom. I had a substantially better seat as soon as they started that song, <laughs> which is nice for me. Uh, you they, know, they, I mean, and, and they and they did that for folks like us. You know, yeah. that that never in a million years, if you you know, if we were to sit down before the tour started and say, okay, yeah. they're going to play one really incredibly rare oldie, you, none of us would have said the ocean. I mean, that is such a no. bizarre song to choose, or even into the heart. Who would, right. uh, you know, a double song that. And he's going to crawl on the stage and act like a cat. Whatever. But what <laughs> what percentage of the audience do you think are like our group, where we've seen a lot of shows and we we want these minor changes that to us are major? That that are like five percent. Yeah, five less than five percent. Less than five. Less than five percent. So then yeah, they are doing the right thing because they're looking out for the majority of their audience. Yeah, I'd I'd say there you know there's there's less than five percent that are absolute nutters like us that uh, you know. Couldn't you know? Could care less if they play Pride again. Then there's another level that have seen them a lot, but still want to hear Pride and Sunday Bloody Sunday. And then there's the the quote casual fans that are there because it's U2 and they're the biggest band in the world, and they have a couple of the albums. And I'm glad they're there. I, yeah. I think it's wonderful that they're there. Hey, Michael, you're yeah. the only one I think that's seen first leg and second leg shows, correct? Matt, you um, didn't see any. I did not. Right. Uh, I believe that's so what, true. So what? What's your thumbnail comparison? I mean, 
Okay. Were the outdoor well, shows substantially better or different than the indoor shows? It wasn't a substantially better show because it was outdoors. It was better because it was in Ireland. Right. And, and and I'm not equipped to answer if all Ireland ones are better than the other ones. And also at my advanced age of 30-something, like the rest of us here. <laughs> still starts um, with a three? <laughs> yeah, it does start with a three. Thank you very oh, much okay. for bringing Whoa. that up. But um, the stadium thing is, you know, if I was 22 and I was in a stadium and I would be pushing up to the front and hugging and getting on somebody's shoulders too, that whole thing would be part of the fun, and now it sort of takes away. So they have to be extra good to me in a stadium to be just normally good inside. And they somehow did that in Ireland. And the, the shows themselves, the Zoo TV stuff is much better on a huge Right. That huge screen with, with the Bono silhouette in the upper left is just totally great, and the fog means more. And um, But the the biggest thing is just the number of people. What was it, 82,000 in Croak, right? Um, all singing along, all jumping up and down like, you know, like Bono can see him is what I always say. And that was special. But it, it, it won't happen here. If they come back in 2006... And they're playing whatever Oakland Coliseum. It won't be full. It won't be. Yeah. The people in the back will be drinking and talking. They won't be as into it as the people I saw in Dublin. So I'm not expecting any outdoor show to ever live up to that. Do you think part of it is that? <clears throat> also, I think it, there's so many shows in the U.S. too, and that yeah. let's say you live in L.A. like I do. There's 20,000 things you can do, and then yes. U2 is one of those many choices. Whereas in Italy, for example or Poland, that could be one of the big events of the year. Do you think that yeah. has something to do with it, too, that people just come to those shows primed to really be involved and be part of the show? Yeah, like they're proud the band has chosen their country to even show up in. Right? Exactly. Like think how the guys in Australia are feeling. You know, they keep waiting and waiting and waiting, or South Africa, whatever. Like right. suddenly they'll show up again and prove that, you know, they... South America, they, especially. South I think those fans are... Oh, yeah. yeah. And those Where, guys have concerts with eight hundred thousand people. It's like going to a city. I mean, I don't know how the, I don't know how I would survive there. Not very well, <laughs> although I you know look like many of them. But yeah, no, no. I mean, the um. Whereas the, the, to comp to compare that in L.A., you know, right. if you two is on tour, you're going to get three or four shows. Yeah, it's just, Dan, it's just Dan, a Dan, Within an hour, you can fly an hour and get to like what fifteen different shows. Right. Like you can, I don't know how far Arizona is, but you got Vegas, Arizona. You got up here in Oakland. You can go. Well, within 100 miles of my home, there were seven shows in the first leg. Yeah. I mean, besides, you know, smack dab in New York City. And there, there's a bunch of places in this country where that happens. And that's mm -hmm. why it's sort of right. an embarrassment of riches and the rest of the world keeps saying, what about us? You know, what mm -hmm. about Mexico City? What about whatever? And I think they're right. But I guess the money's here for the band or the, you know, the sellouts are going to be up here. You know, another <clears throat> another thing about that was that you also, I think, saw the pride of the fans and all those balloon things and so forth they were doing in Europe. Yes. You think anything like that's going to be happening here? No, except Portland, if you know, Matt yeah. gets his act together. But the uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> <it's all laughs> which is iffy at best. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it, no, it, it won't happen because there, there's there's no there's no civic pride the way there is right. national pride over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It might happen in Portland though because of all the fans from throughout the U.S. Like you said, it's kind of a, a contact tie for hardcore YouTube fans to go somewhere special, and they know that that's going to be a special show. So there's going to be a higher percentage of the hardcore fans there. So maybe something will happen for that show. You think? Maybe. 
Yeah, what's could. that? Is, there's a show in Nebraska. What's that show in the Midwest that everybody's that's sort of chuckling about? Oh, I don't Help know. me out. No, no, it's well. Not. There's there's a show in yeah. Omaha, Nebraska. Go, all right, to, Omaha. But no, no, they're go not going to hold up the, the bullhorns in Omaha and go, Yahoo! Finally, <laughs> they'll come back every year once they see our little crowd display. No, yeah. but it's Omaha. They got a rodeo to see. There's all kinds of stuff they could go to. <laughs> Okay, all, everyone listening in Nebraska. Yeah, go ahead and write to, write to me. Hello. You can write to yeah. me at michaelvox.com. Me at michaelvox.com. <laughs> no, you know the one show. The one show, and I didn't see this for myself, but I, I guess St. Louis isn't selling well because uh, somebody mentioned that if you try to buy tickets to Chicago on Ticketmaster, it'll say this show is sold out. Oh, but we have some St. Louis tickets if you'd like to go over here and buy them. Really? Huh. Yeah. So they have another suggestion. Yeah, that's right. It's nice of them. <laughs> Did you mean St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You may also yeah. like if you like this. You may also like. <laughs> it's yeah, like customer. Google. Did you Did you mean to spell it this way, St. Louis? That's <laughs> perfect. So, yeah, all, all that all that stuff is right. And if you have one show in your country, I don't know. I don't know who's had that. How many were in Poland? Was there just one single? Maybe one in Poland. Yeah. One in Poland. They play. They leave. You're going to make the most of it. It's going to be the biggest thing that you know. You're taking the week off work. Whatever. Right, it's huge. We 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 can miss a show in our hometown and still catch them on a weekend, like you know, down the street. Yeah, pretty much. Well, again, I had seven. I had three different places, seven choices over about a week and a half, two weeks in Southern California. So it was no big deal if I missed one or the other show. It is not yeah. fair. And I wonder if the European if Europeans are bummed that they're outside and not inside. I mean, do they feel like they're missing? So during the it was summer, they pro- I would think they probably enjoyed the. I don't know. I I kind of like the festival idea. Yeah, and the sun sets there at like you know eleven thirty at night. So, and they're used to it over there. We're we're wussy Americans, you know. Inside, I want the lights to be perfect. Especially people in Nebraska, right? <laughs> Go Longhorns! Opening acts for the fall. Oh, yeah, we know yeah. we got Arcade uh, Fire in Canada, and I wish Arcade Fire were here. Any guesses? Any theories? Nope. I just hope they don't suck. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have. A, I can have a theory about the, you? To, to to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. I know a lot of people hated Kings of Leon, but I did not hate them. I saw them. The, you know what? Two, they wore me down. Two... Really? I, yeah, they I wore saw, me down, I, and I, saw and I them... started to like them. Oh, oh, and, and oh, okay, and you started. To... Okay, see, I saw yeah, them in a good two, way. the two, yeah, two, in two shows in, in Seattle. One I was right up close on the you know the front row in front of the edge, and the other one I was back near the mixing disc. I thought you know I didn't think they were terrible. I didn't. I'm not going to go buy the album, but I didn't think they were terrible. Yeah, I actually sat oh, down a few they, times. They were they were not they were not Smash Mouth level. Let's just put it that way. The only time I've ever seen you yell at a band. That's the smash mouth. That, that is as violent as I have ever been at a U2 concert. I was shocked. Playing, I'm standing next to you. Because that's, that's a beautiful piece of music. <laughs> you know, hey, now. You're an all-star. Yes, oh they God. did play all-star. And incidentally, Dan, something you missed was Seattle 2. When Eddie Vedder sang, suddenly the band were, you know, they were Grammy quality. No offense to whoever their singer is. But skinny, whoever that guy is. I'm saying Eddie Vedder came out for the last song for Kings of Leon set, Seattle 2. Oh, yeah. Crazy difference. They were happy to have him. He's, you know, he can lead a band with just his voice. Yeah, that was incredible. Well, he has a voice that really can control a show. No, that's true. But that's not answering your question. So, Matt, what have you heard? Give us the uh, the I You know, I, I have heard absolutely nothing, and I've been asking and asking, and I've heard absolutely nothing. You know what I find interesting about the opening acts, though? All male bands so far, correct? I guess Arcade Fire will break that. But kind of upcoming, alternative, all male bands, very much in the footprint of U2 back in the day. 
Yeah, that's true. I found that yeah. interesting. Like, may, you know, I was, again, it made me wonder, is this a final tour of some kind? In the sense that they seem to be really making an effort of taking a lot of young male alternative bands, for lack of a better term, and putting them out there in front of a large audience. Like it was some sort of organized effort in a way. They are spreading around the wealth a little more this time. Yeah, too, right? a lot I mean, of like, opening yeah, acts. Two shows here, three shows there. Yeah, yeah, that know. you know, but but uh, didn't on the didn't on typically in your and, and again I you know having only seen two shows in Europe uh, in '97 and that was in Ireland, not on the you know on mainland Europe. Don't they typically have local bands open a lot of shows in Europe? For stadiums, yeah, because you usually have two opening acts. But yeah, so I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure that that what they did this this tour just now in Europe, as far as the opening acts, yeah. having that much variety. I mean, you know, the fact that there were six or eight or ten different bands that opened at some point during. I don't think that's much. If you you know if you go grab U2 Live and look at, I don't know if 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 Pop Mart would do it, but if you certainly if you look at Zoo TV, yeah. they had a big variety of opening acts in Europe. And, and so, to that degree, I don't think it's any different. I think what's different is that the lineup of bands, and I think this is where you were going, Dan, right, that kind the of lineup of the bands they had were, were, you know, really good, and yeah, they were really good and up-and-coming bands that, you know, knock on wood, we might get one or two of those here in uh, in the fall. Exactly. It seemed like more like a theme this time around. I remember in previous tours, it was more, hey, these are these are bands we like. And it seemed, in a lot of ways, Adam, actually. Yeah, it seems like a lot of these bands, Adam will talk about them, and then they'll be opening for them shortly thereafter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or or Paul will manage them. Well, yeah, he is true. the... Yeah. He, like P.J. Harvey and stuff like yeah, that. He, he is the musical conscience of the band, is he not? I've, I've heard something <laughs> about that, yeah. He's the posh one. The posh one. I've heard that also. Sir Adam Clayton. <laughs> no, that'll be interesting to see. I always thought it was... I always thought No Doubt was too big for their position. I thought it was they, great having No Doubt there. It though. was nice to have them, and being from Anaheim, of course, you would say that, Dan. Exactly. And plus, having you know female Gwen. openers was nice. Gwen. For, for both, yeah, Gwen and PJ. Uh-huh. Two, two different sides of the female <laughs> <laughs> One of them is asking you to lick her legs because they're on fire. Yeah, they were on fire. and I don't know if she was being The other one is asking you to rock really. steady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then she had to sing the stupid what's going on, and that really, you know. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for sharing a stage with Bono. Now get off. <laughs> you. Don't interrupt right. the U2 show. Come on. It's purity. You're not my, you're not my hollaback girl yet. <laughs> so, yeah. That'll be um, – got to hurry up and find somebody. So who do we have? We have Arcade Fire just for Canada? Yeah, for I think three dates in couple? Canada. All right. But, you know, I wonder if they're going to stick with the theme and it's going to be more of these young – like they were trying yeah, to bring along some bands much like they were back in the day. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I yeah. I, I don't know. I I haven't heard any quotes from uh, from any of them on why. You know, those it's kind of odd because chosen. didn't they announce the openers really early last time around? Well, didn't we know a couple months ahead that it was going to be Kings of Leon? Yeah, for our, for the for the first leg we did. Yeah. Right. So we're down that to, to that was to cushion the blow once we found out who they were. <laughs> God. Get the griping out of the way early. Yeah, that was that was good good planning by those. But guys. now we have basically a month. And nothing. No, I know. Other than Arcade Fire for the Canadian dates. Can we not get Arcade Fire down here? Are they? I wish. Well, else? I think they're touring, as I recall. They're, they have dates scheduled through, in September. Through the end of October. I yeah, think. I'd love to have them. It's a great album. Yeah, I have no idea who it's going to be. So, if you're an up-and-coming band, send your tapes in. <laughs> Care of Adam Clayton, <laughs> Lord yeah, Adam, Adam Clayton, Clayton at youtube.com. <laughs> please, please don't put me on the editing room floor. No, I'm not putting it. It'll, it'll, it'll be just like Tarantino. He promised I'd be in the movie, but no. 
bastard. <laughs> nice right, work. Guys. Later, dudes. Do what you can. Good, See you guys. Good, good chatting with you. Yeah, okay. Good chatting with you. Bye. See Bye. you guys. The U2 Chatcast is a production of U2Source.com. Copyright 2005. All rights reserved. Special thanks to our Chatcast panel and guests. For questions, comments, and topic ideas, send an email to chatcast at U2Source.com or send a voicemail to Skype user U2Chatcast. By sending us an email or voicemail, you agree that it may appear on the show. Show notes and downloads are available at U2Source.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Michael? Yeah. What, what happened, happened, man? You should have seen, um, I wish I would have written it down for Dan, but it said, like, something, something enabled, and I got, like, 15 of those little windows that pop up with an error. Like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't do anything at the time, so I don't know what it was. And thanks you know, for noticing I was gone for half an hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it got really dull when you left. Suddenly, we, Matt and I were just like, so, yeah. how you doing? How All the you good doing? stuff happened. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Cold Fusion. Oh, wait a minute. Cummins is in here. Hang on.